The Sunday Skypers. So, are, are we talking uh, Archie and Rupert? Yeah. Uh, I'm keen for that. I'm also keen for Swords and Sorcery, because both of those can be lighthearted. Not when I GM them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! We usually bring out lightheartedness to your uh, foul uh, beast from below. <laughs> True, I suppose. Um, I mean, if that's the way the wind's blowing, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sure we can drift something together. But um, I'm, I, I was just throw, throwing it out there to more or less uh, perplex you and uh, confound. Great, you succeeded. Um, I'm, I'm now befuddled. Yay! <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm given it all. I'm more in the mood for just something completely light and punchy. Okay, well, that goes my idea to have Cthulhu and Sati. Okay, let's scratch that. <laughs> Rupert does not go insane and... Uh... <laughs> Poetically insane, though. It depends on the road there, I guess. If the road there is, is light and punchy and full of silliness, I I might be persuaded. <laughs> yeah, I, I know we're talking light and silly, but I, I just thought, you know, in my head that the first line from uh, Dirk setting the scene, somewhere on a burning airship. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, yeah, light and silly, okay. Okay, you're searching the remains of the... Uh, Exploded orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> Where sundry demonian incubi have gone mad with feces and all that. Uh, well, well, don't, you know, don't feel like you have to bend yourself backwards. Satsi's not terribly dark, so. <laughs> true, true. We start in the opening scene, two figures driving sled dogs through the mountains of Alaska. Oh, exciting already. Okay. Archie had gotten the lead on another one of the bushwhackers that he's always out to track down. That somehow he had gained title to some gold mining rights in Alaska. And so who else to help him uh, through the, the wilds of Alaska but Rupert? Absolutely. Sounds wonderful. Now, is this a, an introduction or a chase? <laughs> an introduction. Okay. Rupert is following the remnants of this trail through the, the wilderness here. So let's uh, do like a survival roll so that we can see how well you do or whether you get a, an advantage that you can use or I get something that I can maybe use against you later. And this is why I brought Rupert along. <laughs> You know what? What's the worst that can happen? I think he lost the trail and then has been extrapolating the possible trajectory of his quarry for the last hour. Can I squeeze that self-compel out of you or should I uh, roll it anyway? I'm suggesting they're po quite possibly horribly lost. Hmm. If you failed when you finally got there, you'd be uh, low on supplies or you would have, you'd be right, we, extra we, fatigued we or something like that. We can do it that way, yes. Cool. Okay. If you want to just take that, that you're, say, fatigued and tired as an aspect that I can use against you, um, I'll give you a fake point for that, yeah? Sure. Yes. What's the worst that could happen? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know whether, yeah, I don't know whether Archie would agree. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's nothing a good tune can't cure. <laughs> well, Archie's going to roll. Mind you. <laughs> so I don't want to be lost. <laughs> well, we're not. We're only temporarily lost. It means we're just going to get there slightly worse for wear. Yeah. It's it's well, like no. it's like a failure condition in Burning Wheel, right? You fail, you get there, but with a consequence. Fine, fine. Says, are you sure this is the right way? Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm rather sure. Yes, march, march. Easier we get a fate point, and I can then tag that <laughs> against you if I feel like it. All right. Oh, uh, do we start with five? Yes. So six. I hope I don't have stress over from last time. No. Who knows, this could have happened before last time. That is true. <laughs> Chronologically challenged. It's how we did it last time, <laughs> when you were gone. <laughs> ah, only with the uh, sword and sorcery types. Oh, I guess I need to go and listen to that episode then.
Okay, so Alaskan mountains. Uh, wow. I guess I should ask, what time of the year? Because I can imagine it, it, it ranges from really bad to just bad. <laughs> it's just bad. Like, like, a, like a movie, you know. <laughs> Cinematically bad. Uh, okay, so cinematically bad means, uh, yeah, whenever we do a close-up of Archie, it's hard to see where the, the frost ends and Archie begins. <laughs> and yet none of them are wearing hats or caps. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be able to see their face. So. <laughs> in that case, I, I guess Rupert has frost in his mustache, but is otherwise unflapped. See, if it was really bad, you'd have snotsicles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know the difference between the scenes. <laughs> so you're trudging up this valley and sort of see some smoke rising from where you're assuming this mining camp is where this, uh, what name did I give him? Bart McGregor. Sounds like a bastard Scotsman if there ever was one. <laughs> Obviously, since you're to, to compel, you maybe went down a, a false valley or two as you're looking for this. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> it's just over the next hill there, Archie. <laughs> so how do you want to go about uh, approaching? You figure it's round the bend in the valley. Well, got to leave the dogs here. They'll definitely give us away. True. Yes. I guess we break out the skis. Or snowshoes. Snowshoes. <laughs> <laughs> At least with snowshoes, I can actually shoot things. A <laughs> sense of adventure. Hmm. <laughs> Snowshoeing in Alaskan mountains, looking for a gunfight. Yeah, no sense of adventure whatsoever. <laughs> You don't want to be firing and going backwards as you're shooting. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that could be a problem. <laughs> it's better for a quick getaway. Yeah. Back down the slope. Anyway. <laughs> you, you assume so much. <laughs> I will create myself a little bit of an advantage. Uh, when we uh, tie down a uh, stake, uh, whatever the uh, dogs, I'm going to break out some food to keep them busy so they're not sitting there uh, barking, howling, and complaining and giving away our position. Okay. Sounds sensible. And I guess that's the last of our food since, <laughs> you know, <laughs> of course, maybe I don't know that. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I guess Rupert does not say anything since that might be bad for morale, so he'll just, you know, hope there's something up in the cap. <laughs> I, I can see him holding up a finger and his mouth is open, but... Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, just remember this. A well-fed dog is a tasty dog. True. Right. <laughs> I prefer not to kill them. It's absolutely necessary. All right. So, uh, I guess uh, Rupert unsl uh, unslungs. It's not that big. Takes out his uh, uh, Polar Express and, and uh, waits for Archie to take the lead. And, well, he knows these dasters better than Rupert. Well, true, true. Using a little bit of shrubbery and uh, the terrain, uh, I think I can sneak up on these uh, guys with no problem. Because it is the Alaskan wilderness, I uncharacteristically do have a rifle with me. Okay. Whether I need to throw down a fate point or not for that <laughs> remains to be seen. But it, it seems like it'd be practical. Yeah, Mr. Gunn, no. <laughs> One of your many rifles that you have. <laughs> <laughs> Got a building full of them. <laughs> Literally, really, I do. It's, it's down in Boston. <laughs> so you guys start making your way through the snow and the snow-covered trees. Yeah. I imagine we're we're trying to uh, climb up a ridge so we can uh, get some elevation and get the lay of the land and uh, see what this camp looks like. Now, as gold mines go, it doesn't look very promising. Of course, it's all covered under snow and ice. But <laughs> well, as you approach, you can see that their mining techniques are more strip mining type. You can see tailings heading down the side of this mountain where they've just been carving away at it. Oh, so they've been literally tearing the mountain apart trying to find gold. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch, they have machines inject steam into the ground to break up the permafrost and then go blasting or pickaxing away at it to get the ore. Okay, so th this isn't like a squatter. Th th this is a actual operation they got mm -hmm. going on here. 
though, as you're watching it, there's fewer guys walking around than you would probably expect. There's you know, various buildings and tents and things of different size around the, around the side of the mountain. Hmm, this just doesn't look quite right. I mean, is there like any automation or, or is it just really a smaller operation and they just happen to have some good techniques? doesn't look like it's a real big operation, and right now it seems like it's even uh, maybe a little smaller. So we caught them in the, the off-season. Hmm. Well, Rupert, out here in, in the boondocks, as they say, claim jumpers, I think you can just downright shoot. But I don't know if that's really what we want to do here. Well, well it could be simply stroll into camp and, and pretend we're part of the operation? Mm, too small for that. They would definitely know that uh, we're strangers. Well, I don't know. We, we, we have that bottle of brandy back in the pack. I'm sure that would go over well. I'm not sure if I want to make friends with these guys or not. I'd like to just run them out. Well, um, since this is your country, I suppose I should uh, do as the Americans do. Wantonly shoot everyone? Well... Well, I did not all the time. I'm, sh- I'm sure you're, you're <laughs> perfectly, perfectly congenial when you want to be. True, true. But you're shooting them, yes. Alaska is still part of the Wild West, so most people carry the, the law on their hip. Just, just saying. And I think these guys know that they're breaking the law by jumping this claim. Very well, should we maybe snoop around then first and see if we can identify this uh, blackguard of yours? Sounds like an absolutely good idea. I'm going to head around to the left here, see how, how close I can get along that tree line. All right. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go around and see if uh, I spot something from the other side, I suppose. What's that uh, monster of a rifle you have? It's like Well, it's a, it's a revolver that you decided. Don't forget. <laughs> oh, 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 it's the other okay, a revolver that's as bad as a rifle. <laughs> True. <laughs> Okay, well, in, in that case, uh, you, you can't provide long-range cover with that monster, but uh, you sure can ha- intimidate the hell out of someone up close. Ah, sounds like a plan. Archie's relatively sneaky, I hope. Wait a minute here. In theory. It's, nobody's actively looking for you. As long as you get at least um, plus one, nobody will notice you. All right. Oh, yeah, we do this real well. We, we got a total of four. Oh, great. And I get, do I have stealthy? I'm not, I'm not sure I do. You, uh, yes, I do. Uh, so that's good. Uh, plus three. You guys have no problem hiding amongst the trees and rocks. I feel like we're the bushwhackers. I guess Rupert doesn't know who he's looking for, but, uh, Archie, you haven't been able to spot McGregor. Maybe he's described him to me? Like he's a, <laughs> or is it just he's a weaselly bastard and and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot him? Is that the extent of? Um, you can describe him, Archie. Brash, loud, braggart, likes to wear a kilt in the middle of the Alaskan winter. <laughs> you can't miss him. All right. I think if he just wore pants, he'd be a, a, a more accommodating fellow. Is he played by Brian Blessed? <laughs> I can work with that. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, now now we can look at him yet. <laughs> All right. Well, you don't see any kilt wearing Brian Blessed's. <laughs> All right. Well, then I suppose it's time to move into the camp and start peering through windows and, and tent flaps. All right. So Rupert starts moving into the camp. Well, I, I think I actually will cover for him since I do have a rifle. Uh, if things go bad, I, I can uh, do more damage from a distance. You know, really would be nice if we had invented radios or something. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't so, it like a primitive walkie-talkie at this time? Or is that a World War II? Yeah. Thing? Okay. It, it, we're, we got huge Marconi rigs unless some mad yeah. science is yeah, I mean, obviously, you could in, invent and build something like that, but not in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness. <laughs> well, you do have that. You do have that universal gadget thing happen. Uh, it, it, it's more of a mechanical thing than an electrical thing. All right, at, le- at least the, the way I imagine it. Sure. it, it it's, it's it's like it's an extension of the frame, right? You, well, you get two improvements, I suppose, if you, you used them both to get a uh, miniaturized thing. You could probably have some walkie-talkies. Ah, I think we'll be best off without it. We'll just use hand signals. Those are silent. <laughs> Otherwise, I can see the scene now. You know, Rupert's sneaking into camp, and then there's, there's a burst of static. <laughs> <laughs> Greyhound to trap one. Greyhound to trap one. 
<laughs> All right. All right. So, so we, we both have stealth. We know how to actually oh, be boy. stealthy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, go sneak into the camp. I guess how much peering and uh, poking are you going to do? Well, he's going to keep at it until he spots the kilt-wearing Brian Blessed thereafter, I'd say. All right, so you make your way through camp, and uh, you haven't... Oh, well, to... what, is it, like, morning or, or afternoon or night um, or... I'll say it's afternoon, because you guys spent a while going down some wrong turns. All right, cool. You make a, a pass through the camp, and you haven't seen anybody who who's wearing a kilt. <laughs> Well, be damned. I, I guess I'll signal up to Archie with a little hand mirror or something and, and, and like, just shake my head and sh- shrug my shoulders. Well, hell's bells. Archie will sling his rifle, make sure his uh, pistols are within reach, just saunders on down into the camp then. <laughs> first, first miner that he sees, he goes, hey, you! <laughs> <laughs> Walking <laughs> uh, unstealthy, basically in a way giving Rupert more stealth <laughs> by by being a distraction. Oh, all right. We'll, we'll deal with that if he wants to use it, I guess. Sure. The miners there see you and are a bit wary, and one of them will come up to you. You may see some others scrambling around. One grabs a rifle. Fine. Uh, he's target number one. He's <laughs> like, what in the hell are you doing on my claim? <laughs> Try try your deceit there. What do you mean deceit? <laughs> I thought it was my claim. <laughs> well, see that that that's a plus one, and I I don't think deceit is in Archie's name. Uh, it's 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 more bravado uh, and uh, intimidation than deceit. So then, please tell me that yeah. those icy white dice uh, <laughs> are the NPC. Those icy white dice are the NPC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are, are you sure? I'm as sure as I'm Archimedes Lewis. Where's the well, Where's the well, boss of this you just Come in, and uh, I got some math. We can talk this over. And he starts motioning towards uh, one of the cabins. Oh, why not? I'm an idiot. And uh, <laughs> it, it's It's going to get me where I want to go. Rupert, so. Rupert give me uh, an alertness. Okay. Ah, uh, uh, I'll go with that. <laughs> you are such a pal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so natural minus four. Huh? <laughs> Too good to pass over. <laughs> okay, so you, Rupert, I, I maybe guess... uh, walking behind one of the the tents when this is going on and. That's minus two. <laughs> he comes out the other side there. Oh, wow, where'd Archie go? <laughs> Lost. <laughs> well, uh, at least it wasn't one of those deals. You, you feel something like a rifle barrel in your ear. <laughs> that would have been fun, too, but yeah. No, but Archie, you enter the cabin, and this guy goes and starts uh, fumbling around in this desk, and then you feel a rifle barrel in your back. Ooh. Well, that's not a surprise. I'll just kind of roll my eyes. It's like, it's only one of me. You don't need to do that. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Show me your damn map. No, no, you're not going anywhere anytime soon. And goes over to uh, take your guns from you. Oh, no. Uh, That was a bad move on his part. They definitely uh, have the aspect of got the drop on you if you're going to do something, fella. Sure. Yeah, just to clarify the scene, are we talking a single the single dude who who brought him into the cabin, or is no, there the, someone else? The guy as who well? came in right behind him. Ah, yeah. Okay. I'm a man of action. I think I'm going to uh, whirl around, knock the barrel uh, uh, away from him, and just generally uh, show how impressive of a guy I am. <laughs> Come on, minuses. What I would really like to do is just whirl around, knock the barrel out of the side, pull out a pistol, and stick it in his nose. Well, depends on how well you do. Okay. Not even sure what skill that is. It sounds like somewhere between gunslinging and intimidating. If you're uh, <laughs> whirling around trying to knock the gun out of his hand, that sounds like a fist disarm. Uh, it would be. <laughs> but we'll give that a shot. He's got a plus two right now. Well, I rolled a minus two, so we're going to uh, re-roll that. Uh, we'll throw down a fate point. Well, actually, he's got a I'm plus four because he's got the aspect that he's got the drop on you. 
Yeah, yeah. Fortunately for me, the uh, Lewis personal equipment frame is an excellent device for blocking barrels and generally uh, striking much harder than people would anticipate. So uh, we're going to tap that. We're going to do a re-roll because, yeah, a minus two is not going to get me anywhere. Yeah, that's not an aspect though, right? Well, it's a stunt. It doesn't give you a re-roll. I give, I could maybe give you okay, a plus well, one for that. Fine. Well, okay, you can give me a plus one for that. Then let's see, what will we use for a re-roll? How about, uh, see, having met a gun I didn't like. I, I know exactly the, the limitations and the uh, weaknesses of trying to use a rifle in close quarters. That'll work. Yay! Because I need my re-roll. <laughs> there we go. That's much better. With fists and plus one for the frame, that brings me up to a four. Ah, da, 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 da. is there anything I can do to uh, take it to the next level? Don't forget, well, Dirk, that he's fatigued. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Is that something I, I, I can decline a fate point for? How does it. <laughs> Oh, no, it already took that. <laughs> Crap. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess you guess need a plus six to do this now. It's a free tag, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Drama, Todd. <laughs> it's, it's drama at my expense, though. But from now on, you have to, you, you'll get fake points when they, um, you know, use it against you. Fine, fine. We wrestle with the gun, and uh, unfortunately, that leaves the guy behind me free to do whatever he wants. Okay, so yeah, you roll around to knock the gun from his hand, but you knock it away just momentarily as he, he's able to swing it back down and blast at you. Oh, he actually shot me! <laughs> <laughs> so that's Todd's time to say he shot me. <laughs> so as you're outside wondering where he went, do you hear a gunshot? Oh, where exactly am I? Am I near any kind of cabin or tent? Or I assume you're kind of hiding behind a cabin or a wood pile or something. All right. Well, should I roll anything, or do you do I get a sense of where this discharge was from? What's your base alertness there? That's probably, uh, two. That's probably good enough to get a good idea of where it came from. When in doubt, uh, I guess he'll sort of dash at the the cabin, and if it's you know, the wrong side, then he'll go through a back door or through a window. I like the window approach. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Archie, he's got a plus two to shoot you, so dodge that with your athletics. Sure. What's the worst that can happen? Well, I guess the worst that can happen is the phone rings. <laughs> We're at a plus three so far. All right, then, Rupert, you were... Dashing across the snowy camp for whatever aperture affords him entry into the cabin. Well, you want to make a declaration on how these cabins are built? Um, well, let's say it's a, it's a nice, shapely window. I'd say it wouldn't make much sense to build a, a, a cabin to ward off the cold with several doors. Just one of a few windows. He's just, just going to leap through it and hope the glass shatters favorably. Can we use, use survival or... To leap to, to or... Make the declaration on where the window would be in... You know, if you... Oh, cool. Okay. See, this can give you an advantage. This um, fair plus two or something. All right. Or he, has, he already has a survival of good, so that's a decent chance then. Unless I roll an awful lot of minuses, which I find is funny. So, <laughs> I guess... I mean, it, there is a window there, but uh, it would be funny if he just flies through it and gets tangled up in the curtain or something. And they just rolls into a, a bundle on the on the floor inside in a mess of glass. All right, but that is what happens. <laughs> your definition of funny needs some work. <laughs> Rupert is leaping to your aid, but currently fighting a a blanket that had been tacked up over your window. <laughs> <laughs> the devil! <laughs> the guy who's behind you. Kind of hit hit Archie in the back of the head with uh, what's a convenient frying pan. That sounds amusing. <laughs> <laughs> We're down to skillets. <laughs> Call that a plus one. Okay, and uh, b- before I stepped out, I had rolled a plus three on the, the athletics dodge thing. Yeah, that had been enough. Trying to use a rifle in close quarters, you were able to dodge him. Okay. 
So I have to roll again for the frying pan? Yeah. What's worse that could happen? That's my aspect. <laughs> <laughs> I squeak out a plus three. <laughs> I haven't met a frying pan that could take me out yet. <laughs> Back to Archie. Well, why not? I think I will draw my pistols, and I will shoot the frying pan out out of the uh, hand of the one guy and the rifle out of the uh, hands of the other guy. I see a horrible ricochet happening. (laughs) (laughs) Whose team are you on? (laughs) I'm sitting there trying to be heroic and not murder people, kind of, sort of. And and you have bullets bouncing around like angry wasps. (laughs) Well, you know, it makes the scene more alive. <laughs> uh, well, I, hey, I'm I'm the the hero of this here pulp story. If I do a two-handed draw and shoot weapons out of uh, two people's hands at the same time, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a plus four. Well, let's see now. I think I might be able to do this and, and and just totally impress upon these people that I'm dangerous. Okay, see that breaks even on the die roll. That gives me a plus four for guns, and I, I definitely want to throw in, let's see, what would be most appropriate here? Well, I haven't met a gun that I, I didn't like, or my toys are cliff-fed, so mm. e- either one of those would be appropriate. That would get you, what, six? Six, yeah. And, and the goal is, you know, just, just to shoot, you know, not to hurt them, but to disarm them. That would be good enough, then. You can describe your fancy shooting here. Well, it's very simple. It's like I do a cross draw and literally shoot both of them at the same time, knocking the uh, their implements of of attack out of their hands. And Archie being Archie says, I'm really, really a dangerous guy. I think we need to stop and talk before I put bullets in your skulls. They'll both hold their hands up. (laughs) And Rupert succeeded in his fight against the the blanket. Oh, oh, I, oh, well, I see you have the situation rather well in hand. Excuse the mess. <laughs> Gentlemen, please have a seat. Maybe I should try this again. I am Archimedes Lewis. My family has acquired the mining rights to this property, and I need to understand why are you people here on my land? There's a momentary, like, what, what, when did he get that mining rights stuff? <laughs> Playing on Rupert's face, but then it's, oh, oh. I don't know who owns this land. Obviously, you do now. We're just paid to, to work here. Who are you working for? McGregor. Where can I find this McGregor fellow? Well, one of the boys said that he found something strange uh, scouting around near the glacier. McGregor and some of the others went up to see what he found. Sounds exciting. Sounds like we need to have a heart-to-heart with McGregor. Yeah, right, that too. <laughs> do you think... You boys can restrain yourself from attacking me if I go up to there and talk to your boss. Dude. I still have my guns in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Do as you wish. We'll sit right here. Well, since I need someone to show me the way. Do I got any volunteers? <laughs> they, they put their hands down. <laughs> <laughs> well, you appear to be uh, in charge of the site here. Is there anyone else on your crew that knows the best way to get to this glacier? I think Tommy knows the way. Great. Why don't you head over to that door and give Tommy a holler and have him come in here. We'll see what we can do about setting uh, ourselves up. All right. So he goes and gives a call. Archie will make himself comfortable, grab a chair, rest a little bit, (laughs) sit there and sing a patriotic (laughs) tune, waving the guns. (laughs) After a minute or so, another guy comes in. Guy points him. Tommy, I think he knows the way. Howdy, Tommy. You can call me Mr. Lewis. You know the path up to the glacier? I'm assuming there's only one. (laughs) Yes, sir. Well, you have just been nominated as our native guide. All right. (laughs) Get your stuff together. All right. Might as well cut to you guys. Turn your on the path up to the glacier. I'm waiting for this guy to lead us up the wrong glacier. (laughs) (laughs) But Rupert (laughs) says, I thought you knew where the glaciers were. (laughs) I didn't know all the glaciers. All right. So the path up, I guess it's windy and and, uh, delightful. Feels wonderful. The wonderful Arctic breeze that Rupert loved so much. <laughs> I guess he's humming the man who who woke the dead in icy Greenland to himself. Yes, you're still supposed to sing that, right? 
Oh right. Uh, yeah, right. I'll I'll do that soon. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not really good at interrogation, but uh, I'll try to strike up some conversation with Tommy here. So, how long have you boys been on this land? Oh, most of this season. Oh, it looks like you've done a pretty good amount of damage. You find anything interesting? I think we'll come back with a fair bit of change. Ah, I'm sure your good fortune will be mine. (laughs) Right, because you're still playing the owner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, Why not? Rupert is going to, like, cut in between Archie's interrogation and just you know strike up a friendly conversation like so 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 where are you from tommy and uh, uh so on and so forth just attempt to um not be such a terrible person that he might feel like you know uh leading us down a crevasse and then sort of disappearing in the dark okay let's do rapport i guess then sure oh that is that is rather good my report. I warn you rupert can talk the ear off a grizzly bear <laughs> That's um, the whatever is above superb plus six. Okay, and that's when I graduated sixth grade. Fellow <laughs> <laughs> Victorian too. Well, I'm rather impressed. I'm from an academic family myself, you know. <laughs> so I think I got a picture of my sister here. <laughs> Why, you silver-tongued devil? See. Yes. <laughs> And I'm sure we can rustle up some sort of uh, recompense for this. Uh, I- I'm sure McGregor wasn't very forthcoming uh, in the the proper in the mineral rights stuff, right? I'm sure he was simply after some cheap labor and um, all that. I never saw no deeds. I just, well, well, that's that's rather what I'm saying, isn't it? So as you're making your way, well, you know, points that must be the, them camped up there. Splendid. So, well, aren't you? You're the pistolier. <laughs> Well, let's see. That's, what's the best way to approach this? I guess a little bit of bravado never hurts. We'll just simply walk up, because after all, uh, McGregor is not going to expect anybody but his people. So he, I don't think he will be alarmed and, until uh, we're close enough to we can uh, get into uh, talking range there. Okay. I can see the air quotes on talking range. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it this might not uh, sorry, Rupert, I might have to ruin your rapport here a little That's bit. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess we bring Tommy with us. I, I, I'm willing to bet they haven't even put up a guard or anything like that. Like, what would they have to fear on a uh, cold Alaskan glacier? Bears? <laughs> Mummies? I shouldn't right. give, give uh, the team ideas, I suppose. Oh, no, no, like you haven't done that at all this session. <laughs> So you guys just go stumbling on in. Stumbling is such a <laughs> strong word. <laughs> We're strolling in, bold and 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 yes. uh, armed with Tommy. Well, hopefully every everyone's asleep. Not that I plan to murder them in their sleep. You'll wake them first. Yes. Good morning. Good night. <laughs> okay, so you come walking in, and a couple guys are sitting near the fire, saying, "Tommy, what? Who are these guys?" I'll interrupt Tommy. says, I'm Archimedes Lewis, and I'm looking for your boss. McGregor, some stranger in here. So if you stand around there, then one of the tents emerges Brian Blessed in a kilt. (laughs) 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 With a rifle. Oh, that's so much better. (laughs) McGregor. Lewis. I've got a message from Geronimo Smith. (laughs) Does he even recognize the name? Oh, he should. Uh, Ger- Geronimo was a famous gunslinger. I got one word for you, Lewis. Die. <laughs> and we trade fire. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think he knows why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to start blasting at him. Yes, 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 I am. Right. And everyone else is probably going, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> so roll your shooting there. Oh, no, I broke even, so I only have a four at the moment. Still great. You get uh, his first stress box with that. Fair enough. It's stressful when someone shoots at you, especially when it's Archimedes Lewis. <laughs> I'll let everyone else uh, freak out. <laughs> He's like, whoa, hi there, how's it going? Bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you had, like, taken care of business right away, I don't know if anyone would have would have had time to react even. <laughs> Rupert? Yes. 
What is your action as he starts blasting away? Oh, I guess I, I'll pull Tommy with me down into whatever cover or less bullet-heavy spot I can find. All right. Poor sword shouldn't be riddled with bullets. Great. Now you took my cover. (laughs) (laughs) Jump behind a boulder. We'll have to work on this empathy thing. (laughs) (laughs) A boulder. Okay. Yes. Sounds wonderful. McGregor's firing back at Archie with uh, plus three. Okay. So just make more guns rolls? No. It'd be athletics to dodge. Okay, we have that technology. Wow, yeah, we definitely need to invoke uh, hide in plain sight, basically dodge and get uh, out of dodge, because I've got a total of plus two. So, well, you know what? No, no, we'll take that back. That's one stress box, right? Yes. We're trading scratches at this point. Cool. About this time, another guy comes running out of the tent that McGregor was in and goes, McGregor, it's moving! Well, uh, (laughs) that is disturbingly vague, but hopefully that means he's distracted. Well, if if that is a – I will gladly use that as a distraction if that's what it does. Of course, Gregor may not – McGregor may not care. He's just like, well, someone's shooting at me. I have priorities. (laughs) He does seem rather fixed on you. Oh, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. We can go with that. I'm going to return that fixation in 45 calibers. All right. Yeah, that's a minus four. We're going to re-roll those dice. (laughs) This is why I always have extra guns. (laughs) I believe my fate points are three, by the way. Yeah. Because, hey, you know, they're there to be burnt. Oh, my goodness. You have got to be kidding me. Okay, so that's, that's a total of two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is turning out to be a longer gunfight than I anticipated. <laughs> Two won't inflict any stress on him. I think Rupert probably would speak next. Hmm. Don't sit there and home me. Sit shooting. <laughs> I guess Rupert will will grab hold of, of Tommy's lapels and say, "What what does he mean by it's moving? What what's that?" I don't know. <laughs> I, guess the, I guess that's all we have time for before, before the bullets start flying again. <laughs> McGregor just comes charging at Archie, attempts oh, to bowl him over with his... Roar! Like Blessed would say. Yes. <laughs> more eloquent. <laughs> As he comes stumbling down the, the slope at you with the... Great! Did I mention that we're on an icy glacier? Yeah. <laughs> Slipping plane, so if you can beat a zero, he won't... Uh, I got a plus one <laughs> athletics. It, it, it's not a agile <laughs> and, and planned move. It's more like I go to duck and I slip myself. <laughs> I think this deserves a kick in the ass, and we'll just send him off to Glacier. Well, what happens next, though, is the tent that he'd been in explodes, sort of thrown uh, up in a, in a way as this giant eight-foot-tall metallic-looking creature is now standing where the tent was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you just don't see that every day. So so is it like a man made out of metal, or is it a machine, or...? It's a humanoid-shaped thing, looks metallic. It's got uh, two things strapped to one arm and has clamps for hands. <laughs> okay. Uh, Definitely machine-like. Red glowing eyes. Of course, red. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Well, you don't see that every day. You can hear some noise like it's talking, but no words that make any sense to you. Ah, McGregor, what have you been up to? (laughs) I'm kind of sort of impressed. I, I, I like machines. It aims its arm at one of the guys who's running away from the tent, and there's this uh, burst of sound, and the guy screams in agony and drops. Oh, okay, that changes things a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shoot, I'm kind of torn between which is uh, the more dangerous uh, thing. Am I in a position where I can uh, give McGregor a kick in the ass and send him off the edge of the glacier? Uh, you can try to do that, sure. I, I think that that will uh, 
get him out of the pitcher, even if it isn't uh, particularly fatal. At least we'll give it a shot. Let's see now. Are you uh, wanting to do this as a maneuver or to inflict stress on him? I guess it would be a maneuver. Would that be athletics, like putting him into a situation where, where he has to be athletic to resist scrambling and falling? Or Because I'm not really throwing an aspect on him. I'm trying to, well. well sort of what you'd be doing, yeah, you'd be. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, four points. We're putting the aspect of slippery slope on him. Oh, he's got a plus five to resist that. Okay, fine. So maybe. (laughs) He found a couple rocks that he could stand in. Well, I'm kind of like between a rock and a hard place here now, aren't I? Uh, (laughs) Rupert! (laughs) All right, Rupert. Uh, Yes, what? (laughs) Don't you see the metal man? (laughs) Well, shoot it! Well, all right. I guess he'll stand up and do one of those, like, very proper shooting poses that you only get from people who were educated in the Empire and fire at the center of it, I guess. All right. All right. That's a plus one on the dice. That's a, that's a good success. Plus three will be yeah, enough that you'll at least get through its armored metal hide. Ooh. Clong. Flick the dress on it. But instead of a solid man stopping hit, it's more like, bang! <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that would have been more effective on a polar bear, but it didn't seem to be as effective on this thing. <laughs> Bugger! <laughs> as it uh, stomps forward through the camp and will raise its disruptor to <gasps> the thing that fired at it and damaged it. So, Rupert. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, come on. You've got some cover. True. Plus two. Two. Okay. And I guess that's athletics. And um, my athletics is good. So that uh, should hopefully suffice. Oh, that is that is uh, whatever is above superb. No problem dodging behind the boulder. <laughs> Bits of it fly into the air. <laughs> Oh, my God! Tommy, run! Run for your life, boy! <laughs> oh, you've just so murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. Yeah, you drew fire, so... <laughs> so Tommy goes running away. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got a story to tell if he can make it out of this. And McGregor will try to shove Archie in the back towards it. <laughs> Trying to, he's going to try to... Say, here, shoot this guy! <laughs> yeah, trying to put a uh, convenient target aspect on you. Oh, great. I have a total of one on athletics. Well, he's going to beat that with a plus two. Egg. Sure. we got to keep some of our fate points in reserve here. Then it is uh, your turn, Archie. You know what? One turn, good turn deserves another. Uh, I turn around, I grab McGregor, and we trade places. And I try to put the aspect on him. He's also a target. All right. He's a bigger, better target. And, and I got a five, because he probably wasn't expecting that. So as you're both uh, struggling to, to make each other a good target. target. <laughs> All right, then we're back to Rupert. Okay, well, uh, I think... You got uh, two good targets out there. <laughs> so I'm afraid of that. I actually think I want to make a survival declaration that what with all the gunfire and so forth, I can see that the glacier itself is sort of very unstable and the right shot in the right place might actually cause a slight avalanche that might maybe bury this thing and us. You are so optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just offering op- opportunities. Uh, yes, so that's what I want to do with survival, I guess. We'll say the the declaration, at least be a, uh, good to make the declaration. Okay. And if you get better than that, then it'll make the shot easier to cause it. Okay. Well, th- there's uh, that plus six again. You just don't roll average today, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like night and day. And we'll say it'd probably take a good shot to cause the avalanche. All right, That'll cool. Be, that'd have to be next turn. Yes. I'm seeing how, how that would uh, play out in, in the scenes. It says, my goodness, if that rock is shot, it's, it's the only thing keeping that avalanche from falling. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. The big uh, lurching guy decides that Archie is the best target or threat. Hey, I didn't shoot at him. Uh, oh, well. Shoot you very well either. <laughs> Minus two. Um, I'm going to throw a fate point to re-roll that because I, oh. I give him a chance of shooting somebody here. Okay. Oh, plus three. Plus three. Okay. Uh, Survey says, wow. Okay, I am at a plus two, and I already have uh, my one stress box filled, so I really don't want to take that hit. Yeah, we're going to pull out the stunt, Lewis Personal Equipment Frame. I hastily throw up an arm (laughs) to block this death ray. Because, hey, everything's a death ray, right? Blocking nope. blocking fists or swords is one thing. Blocking death uh, <laughs> Okay, fine. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I've got hide in plain sight and master of shadows. I could always try to... Those are stunts, though not... Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Not really wanting to take this hit. Is there some way, you know, you could work the frame in, into it in a different way that, you know, a, whatever whatever hits you screws up the frame a little, so you, I don't know, spasm a bit? <laughs> Great! <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out whose side you're on. It's Satsi on ice! <laughs> you can take a minor consequence okay. instead of a stress. Okay, yeah, let's go with a minor consequence then. The, the thing hits the frame just like I said it was going to, and the frame freezes on my left arm. <laughs> okay. So it's like, uh, crap. <laughs> <The> frame lock. <laughs> I like it. This is brilliant. <laughs> Especially what I'm, with what I'm going to say next, but yeah. See, it went, yeah. McGregor is going to go, but I freed you from the ice. Uh, obey me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it doesn't appear to uh, understand English. Affect uh, it's, <laughs> it. Still seems to be just stomping mindlessly towards you. Right. So back to Archie. Well, he's going. To, I know he's going to betray me, but I will trust McGregor enough not to attack me while I turn and shoot at the uh, mechanical menace. All I, right. I know this is going to go wrong, but <laughs> what the hell? You got to choose the one with the death ray versus the other other one that's wearing a kilt. <laughs> uh, it's a plus one on the roll, so it's a five total. Y- even though one of the pluses kind of disappeared. You did plus five, you said. Yes. Yes. I am dangerous with the guns. You can tell you've pierced its like, metallic hide. Some sparks shoot out. Ha! That's what you get for breaking my stuff. And Rupert. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Rupert's going to stand up from between the from between from behind the partly shattered rock and uh, aim his pistol straight up at the um, precariously positioned uh, avalanche rocks, and he's going to cry out to uh, to Archie. Archie, uh, do hold on to something, and then he's going to fire and attempt to cause this wonderful avalanche and bury everyone. See, Hopefully not. You know. I've got a paralyzed left arm, and my hands are full of pistols. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to hit that rock, so yeah. good luck on that. Uh, well, uh, let's see. Uh, guns is uh, to fair, which takes that to average. So I guess I'm going to start spending some fate points, like... About time. What's the worst that could happen? And, uh, well, the Polar Express, since that's what he's using. Uh, so I'm down to four fate points. Whatever shifts you get above good is how difficult it's going to be for anybody to not get buried. Oh, okay. Uh, so presently it's two then. You want to bury them, you may have to bury yourself. <laughs> so, well, I don't see any other uh, effective aspect I could work into it without being silly. Well, okay, I could, I guess I could, you know, finagle in under the wire as a sort of sneaky, didn't expect this. (laughs) No one expects the avalanche. (laughs) (laughs) If that's uh, okay. All right. uh, Then that takes it up to uh, seven, all told. So it takes plus four to avoid being avalanched. And I have three fake points. Yeah, okay. All right, then. Athletics all round. It's no worse than a usual round of, uh, of uh, you know, Oxford um, athletics track stuff. 
<laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> That's a minus two. Uh, I need to have an aspect. I can avoid Rupert's plans. <laughs> Jeez Louise, this is a revolting development. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's just I'm I'm more sneaky shooty than oh avalanche. <laughs> well, okay, I'm going to uh, tag the wide open exposed aspect on uh, McGregor, and I'll hide behind his happy carcass. <laughs> Let's see, what else can I do on top of that? Then we have athletics. Uh, that's four. That brings us to a plus two. I need two more. So if I throw away my guns to uh, put an aspect on myself, uh, get a grip, would that actually give me a, a enough of a bonus to avoid this avalanche? Basically, uh, throw away uh, or let go of my pistols and grab uh, McGregor and basically shield myself with him. After all, I'm sure he can take the brunt of this. <laughs> uh, avalanche yeah, to the kill. What yeah. could go wrong? That's sort of a uh, a reverse use of one of your gun aspects. Is yeah, basically. You, uh, you never met a gun you didn't like, but yet you're throwing these away. Yes, I'm, so it's kind of like a self compel. All right, because I don't want to be avalanched. That brings me up to a plus four then, because hmm. I totally imagine these guns going woof, right off the edge of the glacier. So where are you at, fate point wise? I am at it. Uh, three fate points. But if you're before spending, spending right? B- before spending. Yeah. So athletics. I'm assuming I can free tag on McGregor, so that'll bring me down to a two. Okay. Well, then, it'll actually cost you another fate point, because I'm going to say that the frame lock, you know, that's hindering oh, your ability. So <laughs> Fine. You, you, you won't <laughs> have to buy that off. Okay. We will. All right. Now, now, did I actually buy it off, or did I just nullify it for this action? You nullified it. I was going to compel it to cause you to get avalanched, and now ah, you bought that. Okay, off. and I'm resisting the compel. I see, evil person, you. <laughs> so I'm down to one fate point. All I need. Down to one fate point as the the rocks and snow flow over <laughs> the, the camp. Catching McGregor, you're just able to, to uh, use him as a shield and... You could take a shelter behind a boulder, and and uh, Rupert, what he had, you had. Uh, uh, oh, I haven't uh, rolled yet. So four uh, violent dice, and ooh, I get a minus one on that. Let's see. Uh, but you got a friendly boulder, and I'm sure Tommy is there to help you. No, no, no. I said Tommy is running. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So see, I can play this game too. Yes, it's actually. <laughs> Cruel. Um, <laughs> at, at least, uh, at least, uh, you know, I'll take solace in the fact that Tommy probably made it out alive. Uh, let's see. So I'm at, at a plus two presently. I'll, I'll just go and spend a fate point to uh, invoke uh, uncanny pupils, since I've read all the survival books, and I'll do uh, evade avalanches, of course. Well, and you kind of knew it was coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That puts me up to four. Is that enough to ev- evade it? Since it is four. That'd be just enough, yeah. Okay. Or with, I'm trying to use the new uh, fate core rules. I guess that would be enough to avoid it at a, like a minor cost. Okay, so what, what does that mean, um, a minor cost? You just avoid it, and you're kind of slowly bearing, uh, unburying yourself from a thin layer of snow for a minute or two here. Sure, that, that works. That works excellently. So the question is, was this actually worth it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then, Mr. Metal Man, you guys are unburying yourselves from the the snow. Looks like McGregor was caught in the avalanche, and this Metal Man completely buried. Well, as you're getting up and surveying, then you uh, notice some of the snow starting to move a bit. Uh oh. Well, it starts lighting up with a red. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see a red glow underneath the snow. You hear the the sound of its strange weaponry. I hope we can't see through the snow. That would be uh, mean. <laughs> you all right, Nachi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's alive. It's still moving. Well, yes, but you know, it's not up yet. Sure. 
I, I look at the tons of ice and snow around me and shed a silent tear for my pistols. And uh, <laughs> I move forward to where this mechanical terror is. And when it breaks free, I am literally going to punch its lights out. Oh, you're one of them hands-on engineers. <laughs> well, yes, it just so happens I'm an architect of death, and I have a custom toolkit that I might be able to disassemble this bad boy and uh, keep it from uh, digging itself out. Uh-huh. At least that's the plan. Okay. Well, then there's a burst of snow, and the upper half of it is uncovered. Oh, great. Well, this thing's got to have a weak point somewhere. So we act. So, so, so oh, how would you uh, call it for combat disassembly? I guess it would be just evading it and then engineering attacks. Describe what you're doing. Using my uh, superb engineering skills, uh, I am going to, now that I'm close enough and to this thing, discover its weak point. You can either use that to have some sort of declaration that you can tag as the sure. advantage. Okay. Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll throw down with the old engineering roll. It'd probably take at least a great engineering roll, plus four. Okay, well, I've got what's after suburb, spiffy? Uh, <laughs> I got it really swell, so that's like a total of uh, plus seven. Tell us what uh, weakness he's spotted. Rupert, shoot its lights out. <laughs> <laughs> They're not armored. Uh, quick thinking, man. <laughs> Unarmored eyes. Unarmored eyes. All right, so it's my turn? Yeah. All right, then I guess I'll make use of the unarmored eyes. Uh, Is that a free tag? Yeah. And fire straight at them. Uh, Oh, that is pretty decent. I have a gun set plus two, and then plus two for the dice. That's four, and then plus six, I guess, for the unarmored eyes. So it'll take a consequence uh, blinded. Oh, see? That's science. Now it's blind mad. <laughs> it, has, it has a consequence, blinded and uh, uh, snowbound. What was your uh, engineering role? Uh, it was a total of plus seven. I call it. I said it was a great set. You, know, you got a plus three, so actually you get, a, you get another free tag on the uh, unarmored eyes if you want. I'm trying to adopt kind of fake core so I get used to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, fair enough. The only problem with fake core, as far as I'm concerned, there's so much Stuff. I just haven't <laughs> read it all. Yeah, I just I just recently got around to like reading through the core book actually. <laughs> all right, so it will fire back in the direction Blindly. of Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it would have a plus five. Oh, that is a yeah. Now I'm glad I have some fate points left. <laughs> Lucky shot. Well, I, I am kind of hoping to be to be forced to sort of throw myself off the side of the glacier or something. Why? Because it's dramatic, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So that's minus one, and that puts me at plus two. And you said it was superb. Plus five. Yes. Well, here's where you put the consequence. Knocked off your feet. <laughs> well, you do have some free tag. I do. It is blinded and snowbound, so it's probably a little slow on the aiming. So I'll tag those, and that should put me at plus six. All right. I guess the sort of uh, reads the, the the sort of jerky calibrations of a of a yeah. Where, where is he shooting from? The uh, an arm. Yeah. An arm, okay. And, uh, you know, sort of the searching head spinning around with a... I, I guess it's sort of flashing and, and sparking now that yeah. they're broken. So, yeah, he, he just, yeah, just spots that and it, uh, throws himself flat into the snow, making a great mustachioed impression. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Archie. This thing can't see me, and hey, uh, that's an opportunity to uh, possibly get into its guts. We're going to try to uh, sabotage this thing. We've got the tools and the technology. Uh, it's just a machine, right? What's worse I can do? Set up feedback that causes it to blow into a thousand pieces? So, yeah, well, uh, I'm attacking it with engineering, if that makes sense. Sabotaging it. All right. If that's possible. Okay, Wow. We're going to spend our yeah, – minus three is terrible, so we're going to spend our last fate point to uh, re-roll that. Because it's science. I know this stuff. Yes. Come on, come on. But oh. is it alien science or Atlantean science? What kind of science is it? It doesn't matter. It's science. <laughs> it, it follows the laws of physics just like anything else. Roll to zero plus uh, five for engineering plus one for 
if I can pull out the stunt custom toolkit and if I can pull out the second stunt, stunt architect of death, I know how weapons work. I, and I know how to make them and break them. So I can, I can I make that what, a plus yeah, seven. I don't know what those stunts do. So what was just your, your base? Well, my base is five. The universal toolkit, of course, is for things like, well, disassembling mad robots. And Architect of Death is designing weapons since grade school at his grandfather's side. So I know all about weapons or strengths and weaknesses. Maybe scary with a pistol, but you don't want to see it with a wrench. Then let's, uh, <laughs> let's use your suggestion. You have triggered the self-destruct mechanism. <laughs> okay. All was the matter was crossing these uh, lines to the power feed, and it sets up that ominous hum, and its eyes would be flashing if it was still had eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get the, the building wine. Uh, Rupert, you might want to run. Jack. <laughs> so let's see how big the explosion's going to be. This could really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a simple plus four athletics will let you get away. Oh, that's... <laughs> goes for the old school tie. <laughs> it does, in fact, go with the old school tie. Rather nicely, in fact. Well, you know what? It really sucks to be fatigued and frame locked and, and all that. So the best I can get is a plus two. So I don't quite clear the blast radius. <laughs> Which means I beat Rupert down the side of the mountain. Yeah, so <laughs> you do what? I'm sorry. <laughs> I beat you down the side of the glacier. Plus two, so okay, you get some shrapnel there for your two stress box. But otherwise, uh, you make it far enough to survive. Smoking dip well, landing everywhere. I, I guess I should ask, uh, since we haven't seen Hyde nor hair of McGregor lately, is he well done buried and cooked? <laughs> the, the last you saw of him, yeah, you were using him as leverage to get away from the the avalanche, so you assume he's buried. Yeah. I hate loose ends, but <laughs> I'm not in a, <laughs> I'm not I'm not in a condition to go digging through the snow right now. <laughs> Battered and bruised. That's Archie, yeah. <laughs> we'll limp over the Rupert. Well, that was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and a puff of snow. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> well, Archie, old boy, I guess I'll start on the fire. <laughs> no, that's really all I had for this. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Half an idea, really. <laughs> I know. Uh, when you look at it from uh, the perspective of the Pulp Dime novels, it was damn near perfect. Because <laughs> it's like, you find advanced alien technology and blow it up. <laughs> that was actually pretty fun. Yay. Thank you for that bit of silliness. <laughs> well, see, we got our fiasco. I hope that was appropriate to the uh, tone you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Just fine. <laughs> Yay! And, you know, you're sitting around the fire, rubbing the hands. You know, no one's going to believe us. <laughs> oh, 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 that's when Rupert, uh, you know, turns to with a smile and goes, Of course not, old boy. We're the Century Club. <laughs> awesome. Ah, you know, if we, if, if we were going to go further than this, I, I, I could see Archie going... You know, if we just go dig back in there, maybe we can find some pieces. And <laughs> <laughs> Alien disruptor cannon. It would be so cool. <laughs> it would be the bee's knees. <laughs> yes. I could, I could compel Archie to go back uh dig through the snow because he's never oh. met a gun he didn't like. Ooh. <laughs> and then loved and lost to evil as uh, a baroness skull comes by and steals it. <laughs> I'm just horrible to you today. <laughs> you cannot see the stunned look on my face when you did that. <laughs> uh, hey, I'll take that. Uh, the next part part of uh, the strange man in the ice is um, written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that happening. <laughs> well, thankfully, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was this was great. Thank you. So definitely put a smile on my face. So, I uh, have trouble with so the I have trying to get just just the right uh, amount of stuff to get a conclusion. But you know. 
Well, yeah. Well, sometimes I mean, if you if if you come up with more than this, sometimes the players will be so chatty that you you know we would have gotten to the cabin and then yeah. it would have been time. Catch you guys next week then, and thanks again for the game. Wonderful. Yes, thank you. Take care. Well, that's the the one I have on file, but I like I said I have no idea what time frame that particular build is from, but it, it'll do for today. It's a little old because it's still got intimidation. <laughs> Man. <laughs> is that where you pretend you're, you're Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> okay. Fine. That's what I get for working in Notepad. <laughs> intimidation. Okay. <laughs> There. Now it's the latest and greatest and grammatically better. <laughs> I'm, I'm, feeling mo- I'm feeling more intimidating already. <laughs> it's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.